is bouncing around on 882 6PR, the voice of Perth. Peter Vlahos with you. Great to have your company. Now we're going to speak to uh, one of the latest Wildcats, uh, Jean-Pierre Takoto. Now, I believe he's still got his US mobile phone, so there might be a slight delay when we are talking uh, right at the moment, even though he's here in downtown Perth. Jean-Pierre, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> There's a little delay. I could be speaking to you in Bloomin' Chicago. Jean Pierre, I believe uh, one of the first people that you met when you arrived in Perth was my producer Frizz. Uh, you were lining up to see a movie, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's what, correct. And what did what did she say to you, Jean Pierre? Because she loves her Wildcats, loves her basketball. What did she say to you? Oh. <laughs> uh. You know, I quite don't remember. <laughs> uh, no, no. She says that you're yeah. a delightful fella, and uh, she also said to me that you didn't, because there was a lot of Australian, New Zealand lingo in it reported. I haven't seen the movie, but you didn't totally yeah. understand it, correct? Not a whole lot of it, no. Nah. <laughs> a lot of it flew over my head. Yeah, what you do understand is how to play basketball, and you, are you enjoying the experience here at the Wildcats? Oh yeah, I'm loving it so far. It's been amazing. Yeah, tell us about what you've in, what you've enjoyed so far, and the standard of basketball, and you know what you feel um, this organization is like uh, in, of course, the early time that you've been here and the short time you've been here. Well, answering the first question, uh, I think the, the the most exciting thing about playing in Perth is the Red Army. Uh, the crowd, I wasn't expecting, I've seen pictures, I've seen, you know, videos and whatnot, but once you, I mean, once you step on that court and, I mean, from our very first game, I just got the energy from, from the, from the fans and it's, it's been like that every one of our home games. And even when we go on the road, we still have, a, you know, a good amount of fans uh, at our games on, on the road as well. So it's, mm. it's you know, it's kind of crazy to me, but I, I love it also like, at the same time. It's interesting. Uh, um, you, you came, in, you go on, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, the NBA draft taken by the Philadelphia 76ers back in 2015, there was a bit of a connection with, of course, the Australian Boomers coach uh, in Brett Brown there, wasn't there? Yes, there was, yeah. Yeah, I love I loved Coach Brett Brown. He, he was amazing, me, um, especially being a rookie and having a coach like him just to you know bounce ideas off of or mm. just kind of have me, you know, have someone to guide you in the right direction. Um I mean, I never knew I was going to end up in, uh, playing in Australia, but uh, mm-hmm. um, just having, having him as a coach was an amazing experience. Of course, you're playing in the Australian NBL League here. What other Australians did you cross path with that maybe during your basketball career uh, in the United States before you came here? Did you sort of bump into any other Australians? Uh, not really. When I was younger... Um, I knew Andrew Bogut just because uh, my dad's friend played for the Bucks as well, so I was around their team a lot. So I got to meet Andrew Bogut a few times. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> other than other than that connection, uh, there wasn't really one. I played with Mitch Creek over summer league over in Utah. Right. Um, so kind of kind of have a friendship there with him. But uh, as far as before I came over here, I didn't really have a connection anywhere. Yeah. Now you signed with the Wildcats as an injury replacement. How did that opportunity come about, and uh, 
How was the process put in place for you to end up over here? Uh, I mean, it's as simple as a phone call. Uh, you know, the first Wildcats opened up to my agent, and you know, we had a few a few other deals on the table that we were exploring. But um, once we once we got the call from from, from Coach Gleason and, and the Wildcats, um, just knowing of the culture, the winning culture over here. It just seemed like a great fit for me, in, you know, in my career as well. Third year professional, um, first year overseas. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better experience so thus far. Um, you're, you're labelled by yeah, I mean, you're, you're labelled by Trevor Gleeson, the coach of the Wildcats, and of course your skipper Damian Martin is possibly the NBL's most athletic player. <laughs> Were you always a basketballer, or did you yeah. play other sports in the states? No, uh, I grew up as a soccer player. I actually didn't start playing basketball until I was 13 years old. I didn't give up soccer until I was 15. Um, so I think that's, I, I, mean, I give, I give that, you know, the, you know, my, my defensive prowess, I give thanks to, you know, having soccer as part of my background just because of the footwork involved. Yeah. It's interesting you talk about soccer because you reportedly you were named after um, your grandfather, Jean-Pierre Takoda, who played soccer for the Cameroon national team, and I think he was there in the 1982 FIFA World Cup. Yeah, that's right. played in the World Cup. Uh, I've heard plenty of stories about his World Cup experience and, and seen a lot of pictures and had a few people ask me about it a lot. So mm. some, some very, very proud I hold, I hold dear to me. Now, a very good team, Cameroon. In fact, uh, just a few years before you were born, you were born in 1993. I remember going to the World Cup in Italy in 1990 and Cameroon were there. And and the big star then, I don't know whether you've ever been brought up in conversation, was a guy called Roger Miller. He was he was the no. he was the big player for Cameroon all those years, and they had a very very good uh, national team and played, of course, in the nineteen ninety World Cup. Now you wouldn't. Uh, the United States is a big country. Uh, the, there's no question when you go from the east to the west and vice versa. But what about the trip that you just undertook with to go from Perth to New Zealand, fly back, and you're ready to play that team again on Sunday? Do you sometimes think yeah. that's pretty crazy? Not. Not really, to be honest. Uh, I've had crazier flight schedules and game schedules than, than that. This is actually kind of nice for me. <laughs> um, I mean, it sounds kind of crazy, but I mean, we would, back in the States where I played, we would have, say we had a game on a uh, Tuesday night and we had to fly from somewhere in Texas to L.A., uh, so Dallas to L.A., we would play Tuesday night. Fly to, fly to L.A., have a game Thursday and Friday, so like a back-to-back, and then fly home and had a game on that Sunday. So uh, going from, you know, Perth to New Zealand, yeah, it's a, it's a seven-hour flight, it's, you know, a whole other country, time zone difference, but um, I think my body is, 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 is pretty uh, pretty well-rested for mm. tomorrow already, and that's, you know, I have an extra night of, of, of rest too, so. I think I'll be just fine. I mean, I sleep on the plane anyway, so I really don't know how long it really takes. Oh, that's it. It's handy to have that. It's handy to have that ability to sleep on the plane. Uh, the Wildcats are second on the ladder after the New Zealand Breakers. You've dropped games on those long hauls, dropped uh, the game in Cairns, and have dropped the game against the Breakers. And people are saying it's easy. It's amazing how you can you can play so well at the Perth Arena and then all of a sudden drop games on the road. Have you got your head around why the Wildcats have been 
They were certainly disappointing against Cairns. The match against the Breakers was a four-point differential, but still, you're on the wrong end. Uh, is there any reason why you've dropped those two away games? Um, to be quite honest, there's really no reason. Um, it's just, uh, I always hate these questions, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not going to win every game. You're going to win some and lose some, but um, I mean, the New Zealand Breakers game, they, we looked at film, we watched our film, and, you know, they're a great team. Um, but in saying that, we lost that game because of turnovers, because of lost possessions, because of extra possessions we gave them on the offensive boards, because of missed shots that, you know, may go in for us the next game, mm. uh, that didn't go in for us uh, when we played them. I mean, it's just, you know, basketball, it, it's, a, it's a crazy sport to run. Um, they had, you know, a 9-0 run to end the first quarter, um, which we were up, you know, you know, we were up three, I think it was. And, you know, that was, you know, so that was a nice little swing for them. And then they kept going with that momentum. So it's just, um, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, you said Kansas. Kansas was, you know, a special exception. We just didn't come to play. That was totally on us. But, you know, this last New Zealand game was, was just a game of possessions. They had so many more possessions than us, which, you know, was hoping an extra point where, you know, towards the end of the game, we kind of turned up our defense and, mm. you know, which we should have been flying around and playing the, the whole game. Like, but we waited for the last four minutes to actually turn it up and uh, it was just too late. So, um, you know, our game plan, it, you know, tomorrow is to just come with it out the gate. And, yeah, we dropped two on the road, but, you know, we won, what is it, six at home or seven at home already? I mean, it's just, you know, it's all about who you're matching up with. It, it'll be it'll be a good game. I'm yeah, that. no, it should be good. Uh, Mika Vakona uh, is going to play his 400th NBL game tomorrow. Uh, no doubt the New Zealand Breakers will try and celebrate that with a win and back-to-back wins against the Perth Wildcats. And as we leave you, uh, Matt Knight, who has been a real trooper for the Perth Wildcats, announced uh, his retirement after a series of concussions over a number of years on Monday. Now, did you get to know uh, Matt at all? Yes, of course. One of my, one of my good teammates. So, um, Matt, I know a few things about him. Just Matty, just talking about, just talking to you know my teammates, talking to Trev. Um, just found out today that he was. Well, it's not a big surprise to me, but that he was, uh, you know, all time leading rebounder or something crazy like that. And you know, Matty, I mean, he's just playing with him. For what I did, I got three or four games with him, and I mean, you know, tons of practices. But he was a he was a fun big to play with. Uh, you know, defensive guy that really, you know buckled down and, and got things done. And, and on the offensive end, he was just a monster. Uh, great touch around the rim to step out and shoot it. Is uh, a great teammate to play with. He'll, he'll help you get you know open shots, or you know, tell me, hey, this was open. Look at it next time, or Hey, defensively, try to do this because this works. You know, he's one of those guys that communicates very well. So to be without him the rest of the season, yeah, it's gonna, you know, not gonna suck. It it it, it sucks just because of what you're losing. But we also have guys that are more than willing to and more than capable of stepping up. And I totally believe 100 percent that that will happen this season.
Good stuff. Oh, thanks for joining us, uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, it's been great, and we uh, hope you enjoy your time in Perth. I believe you went down to Trigg Beach today. They don't have beaches like that in uh, Illinois, let me tell you. I believe you enjoyed it down there today. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it a little bit. Just got out there, uh, enjoyed some waves, and going to rest up for tomorrow. Uh, good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Good luck for the game against the Breakers uh, uh, tomorrow at Perth Arena. Uh, thank you, thank you. Good on you. I was only—he only literally is probably at his home a couple of kilometres away. But uh, as we mentioned at the top of the venue, he's still got his uh, overseas mobile phone. Hence the the bit of the delay there.